0: Everybody in, is everybody in, everybody in, the Traumedy Podcast is about to begin. It's your old uncle and best friend, Kenneth Allen, bringing you the number one most requested, most hitherto unspoken about, except for in quiet circles as evening turned to midnight the Richard Allen podcast, the man, the myth, the legend, the father figure. I've been teasing this one for about six years, basically. And finally, I was able to work up enough muster to ask him, Hey, Dad, you want to have catch? I have been waiting to do this for a long time, and it's long overdue, and I know that you're all thinking about it. You've asked him, but he's the first firefighter to jump from one building to the next. He is the first firefighter paramedic in San Francisco history, and if you believe the hype and the stories that go on at the campfires in the middle of the cold, dark tea time when the stars start to turn and you see a dark blue start to turn lighter in the western horizon no it would be the eastern horizon i guess he's the one he's he's my duke gahanamoku you know the one that surfed from one island to the next i will be forever getting out of his shadow in perpetuity as they say, he might be the most awarded firefighter in the history of San Francisco. And I finally said, Hey, Dad, can we do this podcast? And he went, Hey, man, I don't know why it took you so long to ask, man, I'll do it. I always think of him as Sam Elliott in that, in that voice, you know. Hey, you know, hey, you know why? Uh, you don't have to ask me twice. I'll get on there and do it. Uh, I'm, I've been lucky enough to be uh, raised under him. Uh, and to have a chance to get his voice on this damn podcast and really get the story from the horse's mouth. He's gone through everything that I've gone through, and then exponentially more. I love you, and I'm so happy that I got a chance to talk to you. This is the first of many in my opinion, I got to get about five more on here to get his stories done. I was talking to firefighters that worked with him just today and they said, did he tell you about that story about when we did that? And No, of course we haven't even scratched the surface of all the things that my father has done. So this is the first of many with him and I'm I'm sorry it's taken so long to get it out, but Like this podcast, the mission statement is let's get the heroes on the horn and get them to start talking about what they did because it's only going to inspire us to do that when we get out in the field. We need more heroes so that we can be inspired to become those heroes. He's mine. He's many other people. He made my life easy in the fire department because... Even in San Jose, a different department, someone said, you're Rich Allen's kid? Ah, shit. Come on over here, dude. I'll show you something. Hey, I didn't know that. Man, your dad did this once when I did a ride-along, so forth. He's a wonderful man. He's gone through it all, including cancer, which is one of the reasons why his voice is all screwed up at times. He's got to drink water on the reg, and he's been having to deal with that since the 90s. And God damn it, if he ain't the most eloquent in this podcast series. So I invite you to listen up and just glean, just glean what you can. Without any further ado, the man, the myth, the father, Richard Allen. Well, well, hey, we're hot. We're live. We're there. It's it's Richard Allen, San Francisco firefighter extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? I'm doing all right. All right, good. Sound check sounds great. Um, so we finally, this is long overdue. First of all, yeah,
1: we've been um, talking about this for a couple of years. I know. Yeah. So
0: we've had mom on. You've been on the you've been on the Christmas episodes. Oh, yeah. You've you've had plenty of training.
1: Well, I've had a lot of uh, sitting around and listening to everybody else.
0: Mm-hmm. The time now it's time I'm
1: kind of the fourth banana that's
0: now. right that's right now I'm you're nervous. grabbing the mic and you've got that banana in your hand yeah I'm the king
1: king you're, banana you're
0: king banana <laughs> right now to grip that sucker um, and, and I wanted to go over let's get as much out as we can now mm-hmm. but uh, we'll take a nice easy journey through your right. your career and and, and just you know, insightful questions and things along the way and, and things that, you know, you can add, add add to them, by the way. Where did this couch come
1: from here? This, this is came from uh, an, <clears throat> an antique store, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a friend gave it to your mom. And it is kind of a rocker, so when she's babysitting the grandkids, all right, she can feed the baby and rock them at the same time. I like it. It won't stay. It's going to end up down it number 15
0: got gotcha. you okay Eventually, okay because
1: it kind of matches that other furniture in 15. it does
0: the floral patterns will yeah. definitely yeah. uh n- the slash against the each other arms. yes and the filigree the rococo mm-hmm. on the arms there that's nice we got a goose we got a swan there yeah that's yeah. nice i'll that get a picture of this yes indeed indeed um so i thought i would get into or you would get into um Your story here. I mean, because here's the thing, you, you, I gotta say you are a legend in San Francisco. I know, right? And you don't want to say it, but you absolutely are. Uh, it helped my career in San Jose when they found out who you were. So somehow it's translated to other departments, um, through no fault of your own. But, uh, you you have made a name for yourself and trailblazed the name for the Allen's and and I think we've been perpetually trying to live up to that uh, since we started our careers in in life saving and, and, and the blue collar aspect of, of of government work and, and, and you know being saviors and being law follower. What do you call it? law law police? People that law uh, enforcement. Law enforcement is that what they call them? Jesus. Law yes, thank you. Jesus. All right. So, but anyway, I had to start somewhere. So, and, and I kept thinking about this. Um, obviously, Grandpa did it.
1: Yeah. My dad was, uh, went in the fire department in <clears throat> San Francisco in 1952.
0: Okay. And uh, war went guns out war. on
1: a disability in
0: 1972.
1: How long? So, we had two years of overlap. I went in in 1972. He and I worked only three shifts together in the same station. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that was that was that was that was nice for me. everybody. Told me don't come back because your dad's not the same <laughs> same fun guy he is when you're around. Right, of so, course. Uh, I I I probably don't know all there is to know about my dad as a fireman. Though.
0: Of course, yeah, and yeah. we only have the stories that we're right, told by him.
1: Right. Exactly. At this point,
0: yeah um yeah, so he was a World war two vet, and right that bomber was the pilot, kind of the combat bomber pilot, yeah B twenty fours and other yeah. other um, planes that went along with that but um yeah, that was the yeah, and that was the that was the climate so that you went right. into those were the personnel that you were those were the for people World when I came vets. in the fire
1: department, they were the front line firefighters, so those were the guys that were at the tail end of their career. From World War II and Korea,
0: yeah, right, right. right so they
1: American. were our our teachers, our mentors, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. And which were,
1: you couldn't have asked for a better group of men.
0: Well, I mean, you think about. It. I mean, obviously, they're just versed in dealing with high stress. That that's it. It's like even in a fire, you go, "Well, it's, nobody's shooting at me at this point." It's a little bit of a you know, I can I can relax a little bit, but um, dealing with high stress, dealing with Chain of command, right? I mean, dealing right. with the They're just all used crew. to
1: following orders. They're all used to skirting <laughs> the regulations. That's right. Right? I mean, finding <laughs> a way, if need be, finding a way to make life a little more bearable. Mm-hmm. In the military, mm-hmm. when they got in the fire department, they would follow orders, but they also knew how how far to go mm-hmm. and how to behave and how to evade capture. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> They were uh, Keep the eye out. They were them. really a, a bunch of very bright, brave men. A, yeah. A good group.
0: It really... I always think you, if you want to solve the world's problems, get a group of firemen together. Yeah. And have them talk about things. Because with enough time and mischief, mischief you're, they're going to find... Yeah,
1: well, they've find got time on their hands. They've got 24 hours to...
0: What yeah. I said,
1: yeah. you might you might pull something on them but they got 24 hours to get even
0: that's right
1: so uh they got they're gonna always be thinking about it so it's a good idea not to cross those guys
0: yeah exactly and you know oh not to get too far here no yeah they're problem solvers that's your job i mean when people ask what a fireman is to me i always think well it's not always fires not always medical it's Someone calls 911 when they don't know what to do.
1: Right, when what? they have no one else to call.
0: They have nobody else. Can you help me with this? There's right. a, you know, uh, the, the drain in the driveway is flooding and I, everything's filling in my house. What do exactly. we do? And you go, I We're don't know. how line. about we'll start dealing with the problem? Right. And that's why, you know, that's what we do. We just see a problem. We go, how about doing this? Oh, shit, that didn't work. How about doing <laughs> this? Oh, well, yeah, it seems to be working okay.
1: That's right. I remember when I was taking a helicopter rescue class, uh, one day we had the Coast Guard come in, they were flying us out over the bay. I think one of the best compliments we ever had, I said, well, what exactly do you guys do? He said, we're the Fire Department of the Armed Services. They call us when they can't figure out who else to call.
0: You're a tool. You're this big utility tool that can hover and dive without moving forward, right?
1: Right. They can do it all, and if they can't, there's enough of them, they'll figure out how to get it done.
0: Right. Now, so here's the thing. Your first job wasn't, you didn't want to be a fireman when you first started off. A uh, firefighter came in some, at some point after that. Well, I graduated first...
1: from college. I was going to be a teacher.
0: Yeah.
1: I went off through that part. Yeah. And I went back to student teach, and actually went back to the old high school where I graduated. hmm And uh, the place had changed. Considerably, yeah. For political reasons and uh, political expediency, but it wasn't the same nice environment that it was when I went there. Right. And uh, eventually that school lost its accreditation. Uh, Which
0: school is this? The high
1: school I went to. Okay. And uh, right. for a couple of years they couldn't put a student into any college because their academics had sunken, sunk so low. And uh, when I was there, it was always a competition between my school and Lowell High School, mm-hmm. which was the academic high school, right. to see who had the most scholarship. So they went from that kind of uh, academic.
0: Yeah, that kind of high echelon yeah, to, to losing, accreditation. losing
1: their whole accreditation. So, and that's the environment I went into as uh-huh. a student teacher. Okay. So I said, well, i got to find something else. And I started taking uh, uh, civil service exams in the interim. Okay. And passed a number of them. Yeah. And then when I found out I got in the fire department, I subsequently waived the other jobs. I had been called for the other jobs.
0: So what about the fire thing? And it's a lot... Well, weird. I think it. family intriguing? tradition. Tr- family. Okay.
1: I think that was one thing. I, it was something I grew up with, so it was... I was familiar with it. I also, even in those days, I knew um, at, at 21, 22, I wasn't mm-hmm. uh, disciplined enough, mature enough to be a policeman. I had passed you, the police yeah. and had been called for the police. And I thought, you know, what? I'm, I'm, I'm not mature enough to really deal with the kind of stuff that a police officer yeah. has to deal with. Yeah, And yeah. I think I was probably... In the fire department at 35 or 40 years of age.
0: My age, by the way. Yeah, yeah
1: working on a, on, a, on a rescue squad and also doing medical calls. Having that interaction those many years with the uh, public, mm-hmm. that I, I looked back and said, okay, now I could be a good cop.
0: Uh-huh. Huh. Because I know
1: how to deal with the public. Wow. And I don't let somebody get in my face piss me off. I right. don't care.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah.
1: punch the clock and go home. That's right. So, everybody is just entertainment for me. Yeah. And I'm not going to take it personally, but it took me a long time.
0: Damn. What do you think it is that you finally... I think when you're
1: know. young, you got all that testosterone and you sure. want to fight.
0: Yeah. And you know, you it's got like, you're not going to talk to me it that not. way,
1: pal, and you Whack him with a knife. Yeah, stick. so what? much
0: ego you're rolling around. With. Yeah, yeah, and I, something to prove, right? Right. I mean, I think a certain. Well,
1: I'm the authority way. out here, and right. you don't talk to me that way. Well, I think a lot. Of, I think a good cop those who went to that talk, and for the most part, they just laugh it off. Yeah. You know, and, I, is, and the best cops I ever knew were like that.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. At, at 21, there's no way. And I
1: wasn't that person at yeah. 21, mm-hmm. and, and I knew it at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Carry around a lot of ego at that age. Yeah. Do all the stations and the firehouses that you started working around them? What were the crews like? A lot of was there a lot of ego driven crews?
1: No, no. Uh, there was huh. a lot of personal um, satisfaction with the job that they could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, only a couple of times uh, on the on a squad when we'd get upstairs and uh, the engine crew because it was so smoky and. Uh, mm-hmm hot and uh, in those days the engines didn't put the breathing apparatus on so you
0: squads were the other ones with that we'd have
1: it on they'd tell us go up and relieve the engine Mm -hmm. see if they could advance the line you'd go up there and there'd be a lot of pushing and shoving at at time Mm -hmm. because they're saying we're not giving you the line
0: yeah I understand yeah they
1: they let it yeah they they fought that
0: far together that's right
1: so and, and my attitude again at that time was hey Take it as much as you want. If something happens or you lose consciousness, I'll pull you out. I'm here to back you up.
0: There you go. Exactly. I'm not
1: here to take it from you. I'm yeah. here to help you. I'm
0: out. here to protect you. I'm another this is resource. Yeah. That's good. So but like,
1: if, you, if you lose yeah. consciousness, and a lot of them did, mm-hmm. we're dragging Holy them out. Yeah. So, like, what...
0: All right. All right. I go into fires a lot, and it's uh, not as much as you, I don't think, nearly, but... You're talking about people losing consciousness on yeah. a regular basis. So what, oh, yeah. was, the, what was the fire... Con- I mean, okay, black down to the ground? Black
1: to the ground and actually crawling on your belly with your face on the carpet.
0: And were you breathing? Into your suit? Just taking no, sips just of air?
1: Little little gasps of air off the carpet because there off might the be an eighth of an inch layer of clear and then, air down there. And
0: you're using smooth bore nozzles at that point?
1: We had, yeah, we had what we call McLaughlin's, the and they had one with a 5 inch tip okay and you can blow the shit rock off the wall <laughs> a bit, you can really throw a lot of water
0: so it, it, well I'm thinking it, when I say that is because when you hit the the fire yeah. you're changing that thermal barrier right. and now so now when you take a deep down. breath like tell me about the conditions there I know that you you, you told me a couple times about the, the crew you first started with using the transom to your advantage right you know cracking that just Breaking as you're about to open, hit water on right. fire so that your thermal barrier gets disrupted with the water right Um, and you know you got to, what, take a deep breath before you do that? Right.
1: I can remember going up with, um, I guess it was an engine company, and uh, the chief driver, the operator, was at the door. Mm -hmm. He had his hand on the door, and he said, the fire's in here. And he said, I'll kick it, but let's wait till you guys have water. Yeah, right. And then so we stood (laughs) there, and then they charged the line. and said, you ready? Yeah. He kicked the door. We hit it. And the operator had to crawl out because it, it got... I mean, it was clear as a bell mm-hmm. until we hit it. And of course, it, right. Then it, it got ugly.
0: Got I didn't away. explain. Thermal layering is right. like if you if you sit in a, a room with fire long enough, the smoke either burns off or moves into different layers. So right. at the, the bottom, it's the clearest, which is why they tell you to crawl on the ground.
1: That's yeah, the thicker air.
0: The hottest air is up top. As soon and as you hit thin, the fire so and it's, it's thin. It
1: sits and, on top of the cooler air.
0: And as soon as you hit the fire with water... It disrupts that whole thing, and you just get. It does. It not only
1: banks back. the smoke, but it turns the the, the flame and the water, and uh, the flame turns the water into steam. Right. Steam can be really harmful. Steam burns. You can burn that I mean. in,
0: and you can burn your obviously and smoke inhalation. Okay.
1: Whereas your your body will shut down if you start to breathe in toxic smoke. Uh-huh. You'll have like a laryngospasm. Yeah, yeah. But it will let steam in. And the steam yeah. will do thermal damage.
0: Right, right. So
1: that's actually more dangerous than uh, than the smoke. Than smoke inhalation. Yeah. Yeah, as far as uh, tissue damage in your lungs. Yeah, And yeah. that's why they used to tell us on Wildland, <coughs> don't wet down your, your bandana. Yeah. Because yeah. if it gets real hot, it'll turn the, the water in your bandana to steam and you'll bring it in. hmm And it'll cause more problems. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. So you, you don't want to wrap a, a wet towel or anything around somebody like that.
0: Right, of course. So, so you t- kind of time it, I guess, and you go, okay, it's like right. almost like surfing. Like you're going under the, you're you're hitting the fire now. Right. Got to get a deep breath. Do as much as you can, and right. and what, like hopefully somebody's done well, like horizontal if ventilation. If they, at they the let day. off,
1: and, or somebody opens a window at the end of the hallway, and you get a, a gust of air, then you take a breath.
0: Yeah, right, right, right. And I, mean,
1: okay. I remember uh, working on the roof as a truckman, and mm-hmm. you're cutting holes in the roof with yeah. an axe. Yeah, And And uh, you start opening up that first hole, and the smoke pours out, and it's uh-huh. thick, heavy I mean smoke.
0: It's billowing, the yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, as long as the wind's blowing away from you, you can swing that axe and take a breath. But if it crazy. turns,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: You gotta keep your mouth shut I, and just look for, but for clear air. air. Yeah, you know? yeah,
0: yeah. Because
1: there's no way you can swing an axe, breathe that heavy, and breathe that smoke.
0: Uh-uh. Nope. It'll uh, nope. Yeah. Um, and the only thing I could think that we have that comes close to that is wildland. Stuff. Yeah. And you just
1: probably very. Simple. You just
0: time your breathing. Yeah. But we're not swinging axes. I mean, that's well, the but other. Those
1: hotshot crews are.
0: Oh hell yeah!
1: They're humping hose lines and. Those guys. That's tough work, boy. That.
0: 't I, I wish I had up. but yeah that is that now is the epitome crazy. of uh, real firefighting and real fire behavior what well certainly. That kind of stuff you know yeah. like fire nados.
1: yeah
0: you know lightning d- d- tornadoes that look like a, a yeah. funnel of fire yeah. that will literally like lay down and light the other hillside on fire yeah. that's insane fire behavior yeah. I wish I had seen that but uh, other I don't than know that
1: you want to be that close to any of
0: that. I exactly it's like the old cowboys that talk about like the Cattle drives and the thunderstorms where the yeah. lightning would hit the, the the horns on the cattle oh, right. and it would shoot across the entire oh, really? cattle. You ever hear about that? No, no. Interesting. But you're like, I've seen things. I mean, this, hmm. Anyway, that it, just that amount of experience, I think, is pretty impressive. But, the
1: other thing we do, because yeah. when I first came in, you didn't wear breathing equipment. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were actually humiliated if you put it on and yeah. went to the compartment. They'd uh-huh. say, hey, Kim, what are you doing? Oh, I think I dropped my watch over here. <laughs> Good. Come with me. Yeah. But yeah. Um, they had these things we called uh, snot masks. Mm-hmm. And it was just a little filtration mask. Mm-hmm. And all it did was cool the gas from the, from the fire so that you could actually take some air in. But it was full of carbon monoxide.
0: So it didn't products. filter the gases. It just no, filtered a macro filter. Like- it,
1: yeah. Heavy particulates, and it lowered the temp. Mm. And I lost, I mean, I was pulled out of a fire using one of those, and I had been warned, don't rely on that. Don't get too far in, because mm-hmm. you'll you'll be overcome. And uh, I was. I was. I probably had only been in the department a year, and we were searching a floor above a fire. Oh, and uh, okay. I woke up on the back step of the fire engine.
0: So somebody, somebody grabbed, grabbed you and stumbled you over
1: out. me and pulled me out.
0: How often did that happen? Because you've mentioned it twice so far. Like that well, was a normal occurrence in firefighting.
1: Well, in those days it was. Guys stayed in until they, until they lost consciousness. Holy,
0: that's insane to me.
1: I mean, the good curs, the yeah. ones that went in, and almost all of them did. They all fought each other to go in.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, and especially like the squad. How did you end up being on the squad? Because that's. Because I high couldn't take smoke,
1: control. and the squad's by.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, you could pass out a few times and you go, I think I'll wear this mask. He's a lightweight And man. I don't get have to the, make get an the, excuse. I can put it on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I would but you, think you also bad
1: found bad. yourself much deeper in the fire. Of course. You know, you can I mean, get deeper. Say, for, hey, you're wearing the mask. Yeah. You can go in another hundred feet. Yeah. Well, then you run out of air, and then you. You're,
0: Completely now long. what do you do? Yeah. Right,
1: it, it took a whole different type of wherewithal to to go that deep into a fire. The guys that were breathing the smoke mm. from the beginning, you know, if things got really bad, they could follow the line out. Boom. They were sending us in without any lifeline. Yeah. So that presented a whole new problem. So that's just the nature of that particular apparatus. You yeah. learn. You learn to function in that environment.
0: And you think that with the, ultimately SCBAs do stop more fire.
1: Uh, or do you think it's, uh, I think, you know what I mean? If they're used by aggressive crews, you can really get into the seat of the fire and knock it down. The problem I see with a lot of departments is because they're worried about liability, that they're not letting their firefighters go in as far. Um, Mm -hmm. We worked under an unusual circumstance in the city. All our buildings are built right next to each other. Right. And you have to go in and attack. Much like parts of Chicago and New York. You you lose a whole block if you don't. So it required a much more aggressive attack. But we had a lot more guys hurt. Right. That's the Mm -hmm. trade-off. When you get in the suburbs and houses are standing individually, yeah, there's nobody inside... You're not gonna put a guy in there and risk his life, and that that makes sense. It makes but, total but sense. In the, in the same, a lot of guys in these departments, they have no idea how hot they can take it. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you're you're going in with like I said, guys that landed on Guadalcanal, and they're mm-hmm. telling you, "Come on, get your ass in here. Mm-hmm. This isn't hot. You don't know what hot is. Mm-hmm. You gotta have flamethrowers coming at you. Right. That's yeah, hot.
0: Yeah." <clears throat> I mean, and, for those
1: guys, yeah. going to a fire was like going to a barbecue. Mm-hmm. It was nothing <laughs> compared to the stuff they went through. Yeah, and so they you know, they had a whole different level of fear that mm-hmm. uh, you can't imagine. Um, so um, if the problem with small departments is if you don't push yourself, to, you know, you don't know how. Back the hot the back of your head can get. Mm-hmm. You come out of a fire with a blister, and you can say, okay, hot. that was pretty hot. Ears blistered. I got blisters. Yeah. Yeah. All right, okay. My ears sure. are burned. Or the, my hair is singed. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was hot in there. Yeah. But that doesn't happen here. They wear hoods.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of people say that's the indicator. Yeah. How do you know it's too hot? Too hot? No. Well, if you're wearing a shroud, or you're wearing a, a hood, hey, you, know you right? never get burned enough to go, hey, we got to get out of here.
1: I mean, that's... And guys would tell us, watch the baseboards. When it starts puffing out of a baseboard, s- start looking for a way out.
0: I've never heard well, that. That's good advice. Well, I've never That's heard that until
1: those guys were telling me.
0: That's but really good. But it meant it
1: was all through the walls, right? And it was charged and yeah. it was starting to puff out. Yeah. The guy and we'd walk yeah. down a hallway, and the guy'd say, "See that? That's not good. That means it's all around us."
0: <laughs> but you keep going? <laughs> Look for, for it. a way out. Okay.
1: You no, know, we wouldn't leave, but he'd just say. Have All a, right, that's have a, a morning. a backup plan. Okay,
0: okay. <clears throat>
1: the other thing they would say, is, that it's hot, it's really hot, but it's not that bad yet. He'd say, a, or one of your guys would tell you, when it goes from, say, 600 degrees to 900 degrees in 30 seconds, get out.
0: Flashover time.
1: Yeah. It,
0: yeah, yeah, the, yeah,
1: yeah. It's going through a profound change, mm-hmm. and you don't have a lot of time to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And if you were wearing a hood... Yeah. You don't notice
0: that. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah,
1: you know it's hot because your mask steam and then your hands are burning and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You don't notice that three hundred degree change. Yeah, no. And you only have like thirty seconds, and then it's too late.
0: And if you've overcommitted, you're yeah, done for. You. Yeah, yeah, If you
1: haven't looked around for a way out.
0: Um. Yeah that that's that's a whole other type of tactics right. that we're not you know, we don't, no. we don't really know anymore.
1: And that's, that was, I, I was trying to teach that, you know, the years mm-hmm. before I retired as an yeah. officer.
0: Like you'd sit in there with the crews and I almost would, teach I him as him you fought a fire. And,
1: and I talked to them, and I just kind yeah. to point stuff out and explain it to them. Watch this, watch out for that. And it, how, how would you get out of here if it went bad? Yeah. And they're, all those guys are doing, they, they're looking, they're focused on their fire.
0: Yeah, yeah, tunnel vision into that I'm thing. I'm
1: saying, hey, there's there's a way out. Where's your way out? And just try to get them to think and calm down because the adrenaline's pumping. Yeah, yeah, right. But it takes a while for you, for you to understand that.
0: Yeah, you need to not have the tunnel vision thing. You Right, know. Um, right. They always said, don't put on your mask until you get to the fire and you take a look around right. because you don't want to lose all that peripheral. But then after you've gotten in that kind of mindset to do that, go ahead and put your mask on and get ready to run into that fire. You're yeah. just doing it now, but you're doing it a, you know, you're, you're looking around and you're ready to, you're keyed in, but you're still thinking of what the eventual the potential could be on, on the next fire.
1: That's right. And, and they also would tell it, well, I remember running in with the guy in the squad. We always worked with a partner. And, uh, they, and they always gave it an older, old-timer, you know, Good. and the guy, yeah. I remember a number of times. That as I'm running into the building and the fire's blowing out on the up above us, the guy just grabbed me by the collar and says, Hold on. Without looking, what floor is that on?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's said, uh, I don't know. Yeah. would say, you don't have to look at that before we go in this building. You yeah. have to know how many floors. Yeah. How many floors above it? I don't know. That's where you're okay. gonna be falling. You better know how many floors above that fire.
0: Mm-hmm. You're Mm going to
1: have to search. Yeah. Where are the fire escapes on this building? I I don't know. I didn't look.
0: look. Okay. That's
1: your way out when you get caught on the upper floor. Yeah. I I can't tell you how many times a guy would do that. Mm -hmm. Probably five years before I actually (laughs) had the presence of mind to stop, count floors, and look for that. Yeah, yeah. 'Cause all you, are, you want is you're, so you're there. I, you yeah. wanna get up there and hit it's, that fire.
0: it's the it's the it's the rabbit running around the racetrack. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. So
1: that, that's what keeps you alive.
0: That is, yeah. When when you're going on when you started there, uh seventy seventy? Nineteen seventy. Nineteen seventy. Um you're dealing with a lot of fires, right? I mean, here's how, how many fires? I want to ask this two things. So where in San Francisco are the fires at this time when you go in? How do you get there? And once you're there in that neighborhood, how many fires are you running a shift?
1: We would run probably a fire or a shift out of the station I was.
0: Okay, which, which station? Do you want to talk about stations? <clears throat> I was
1: up on California Laguna, but because okay. I was with the rescue squad, yeah. we had a larger district. Yeah. Now yeah. the guys that were right in the heart of the Western tradition, they were going on little stuff all day long. Okay. Now.
0: You mean room and contents? You mean car fires? That kind of.
1: Well, room and contents. Buildings and content. were burning. They were. Yeah. It was going through urban renewal, so right. there were hundreds of blocks of boarded up Victorian, yeah, and the kids were right. lighting those off. Every night.
0: Just for fun? Are they hanging out partying in them or something? What are they doing? Uh, Burn the Midnight Oil and burning the Victorian the, down? The,
1: the only drugs that... It wasn't a drug thing. No. So, um, I think it was Wonder- just kids just wanting to... For excitement. Yeah, okay. And uh, and then not only in that district, but South of Market was burning like crazy. Mm-hmm. The Mission District was burning. Hell, we had fires in the Haight-Ashbury, a lot of them over there. Because that was kind of the tail end of the hippies. Mm-hmm. And they had candles going all night. Mm-hmm. They set those places on fire. Right, right. So we had a lot of uh, a lot of neighborhoods that were burning light. Yeah. And then uh, a couple of things happened. Smoke detectors got pushed real hard, which okay. was good. Sure. Because there's nothing worse than finding somebody dead in the fire. No doubt. And uh, Arson Bureau was created.
0: Right, right.
1: And they came in, and they were able to uh, determine origin of fire, and a lot of stuff that was set for insurance purposes
0: that's yeah
1: never got paid off, and the word hmm. got around, and our fires dropped dramatically. At, okay. After insurance companies started working with the arson investigators,
0: and I'm guessing a large percentage of that Western edition was oh, yeah. intentionally set. Yeah, sure. eh, we're going to the or something. Burn them out. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, and then they'd go in and they'd strip to places, uh-huh. so there were holes in the floor, and oh, so you'd Jesus. be crawling so around. So you're going on a
0: rekindle or something later yeah. in that same building, and it's torn apart.
1: Yeah, it would it would spread faster because it had a lot more vertical.
0: Yeah, right. There's no right? there's, floor. Holes there's no in the floor, floor. It goes
1: right through the floor. Nothing yeah.
0: to stop it. It's a it's a chimney basically. You're spread. fucking fire a big chimney. Yeah, yeah,
1: and uh, or it'd fall through the floor.
0: Oh, great. Okay.
1: Yeah. So and I've fallen through. Couple of floors.
0: You mean a couple times, or you fell through several floors at one time? I fell through, I fell through, floors through two, two floors. Uh,
1: Jeez. No, how do they to put it? I fell through a floor twice, two different fires.
0: Okay, but only Got one you. story. But just one story. One
1: story, and I fell through two. a roof.
0: Okay, two different one fires. One story. Okay,
1: so uh, I, I fell three times. So, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That's a weird thing. How does it and feel like? I, that's what I was going to ask how you. So phone, how do you know? It's
0: blackout conditions. Yeah,
1: and then you get that thing like roller coaster where your stomach's up in your mouth. Uh, and you're thinking, all right, Jesus. I'm going to hit. Um, I hope the fire isn't below me. Because uh-huh. you don't know if this is a trapdoor into hell. Yeah, or if yeah. Just, or if I'm going to land on another fireman that's uh-huh. working the floor below. So there's a lot of time to think. While you're going through the air. In
0: .3 seconds, so yeah, you get a lot yeah. of thought in your head. And uh, this could end it bad, uh, man.
1: So, yeah.
0: Good it's God. funny
1: how how your mind races. It probably, you can drop a ball one story and it'll probably land in a second. Yeah. Okay. But your mind. When you fall. Man, it's like a story. Yeah. I mean, you go, it's I mean, a story it's a per story. story. But, but a yeah. short story.
0: Yeah, yeah, short, yeah. 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 And I
1: think that may be when they say the light flashes in front of you.
0: Yeah, I think I that's think it. That's,
1: huh? I think your mind goes into... You know how a camera, they speed up the frames per second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when it's played at normal speed, at slow motion?
0: Yeah, right.
1: I think your brain goes into like super frames...
0: Hyper-cogitation.
1: Per, yeah, super sure. frames per second. And then when it's played back normally, the thing... <laughs> Well, I, I remember my whole fourth grade. You know, I I, I don't know. I, I I can't explain it any other way. But there are times when you think it's you know it's the end. You really do have some time to of course, to yeah. think about a lot of stuff.
0: You're know, like I should have hit the floor about three yeah. minutes ago. I'm What's, looking up my watch. Oh, that's yeah, it. There okay, it is. all right. Okay. Did I land on a? Uh, yeah. Did I learn on a fireplace poker? Oh, okay. I guess I'm okay.
1: we had a guy fell through a, a, a coordinated metal roof at a chrome, chrome plating plant.
0: Oh, that's always good. And there Super were vats of acid. And ah.
1: and he's falling, and while he's falling, he's telling us, he's thinking, now, am I going to come out of here with bones? Uh-huh. Right. And he splashed into a tank. Oh, and it was God. a water rinsing tank. So it was pure water that they used to wash off the bumpers. Oh, but he landed crap. in the tank. And he said, man, so- bitch. he came out of there and he said, I, I was waiting for it to burn me, and I ran outside and I was hosing myself down, and they said, ah, oh, you fell in the water tank. You're weapons. You You're
0: a big puss. Come on, man. <laughs> You're fine. Yeah. Falls <laughs> yeah. through a warehouse. And a hit get a new coat ass man. in there. Come on.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know.
0: Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. That's terrifying. I don't know. I know. I couldn't imagine just even fighting a fire in a place like that. It was, an old yeah.
1: pl- it was a, a chrome plating place over um, off of Gerald in the industrial area. I remember the fire. My God.
0: You uh, spent a lot of time at the squad. Yeah. I put, you liked uh, it there a lot.
1: 19 years ago. Well, this is a-
0: 38. This is when it was rescued, too.
1: Yeah, well, they were signed there. They've been since they've been moved. Yeah. But they were up there because of the Western Edition. They they try mm-hmm. to move yeah. the squads so where they're going to get the most work.
0: Yeah, right. And
1: uh, at that time, it was over there. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, like I say, we were, we were getting a lot of work. And in addition to that, we were also uh, scuba trained. And so we had surf rescue and whitewater rescue. And we were in the bay. Yeah. Of a boat, top size. Mm-hmm. Uh, or someone drowned, we'd have to dive to try to find the bodies. And...
0: Go fish them out. So we
1: had a lot of water work. We also had uh, uh, tunnel work. You know, they, again, mm. they, like, like the bark. They call you're they talking? Called the fire department when they don't know who else to call, and the fire department called the squad when they didn't know who else to call. There
0: you go. There you go.
1: So we we were kind of jack of all trades on that too.
0: And you guys, I mean, and, and not just fires, but I mean, how busy is the squad throughout an average shift back then?
1: Oh, well, we probably with had technical calls like 10, that. Calls. Well, technical, we didn't, we didn't get that many water rescue. That was yeah, a, right, that was a right. big event.
0: Cliff rescue.
1: Cliff, same thing. Same um, thing, right? That was a big event, and uh, so.
0: Well, if a lot of people are doing it, then they're not, you're not well, going to get a lot I of money. I mean, how often do you read in the paper
1: somebody that's caught on a cliff
0: yeah, right. in the city? How many people are climbing a, a
1: window washer, right scaffolding gets stuck and they yeah. have to repel yeah. down. That's, yeah. that's what the squad would do. So yeah. add all those up and divide it by two squads and we're going to get half of that.
0: Half of those kind yeah. of technical. What about that guy who's going to jump off the building? uh I don't want to give that away. Was that you and Jerry Overstreet?
1: No, that was me and uh, um, John McCuse. That was a girl, and she was shooting up with insulin.
0: And okay, uh, trying to kill she herself had with insulin?
1: Psych problem. And uh, the doctor, psychologist, was talking to her, and he's saying, uh, I don't want any firemen out there. She was on a ledge. She was like 12 feet down on the ledge from the roof. Mm. The ledge was about 18 inches wide. Okay. And we were on the roof and we roped up and he said, Tell those guys to get back. I can handle this. Mm -hmm. Until she started getting real drowsy. Yeah, yeah. Almost teetered off. And then he turned around to the chief who was with him, the command post, and said, There's nothing more I can do. Tell him to go get her. Well, then within five seconds, we were off the side of that roof and grabbed her. Okay. But if we hadn't gotten ready,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You she weren't... was going. I mean, so what did you was... have to do? So you're on the roof. I She's... ran
1: over and just grabbed her around the waist, and John grabbed her around the leg.
0: Did you repel off of it, or you no, just jumped onto the... No,
1: We like... jumped onto the leg.
0: Holy crap. And you were tied in, no? And we were tied in. We yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. But
1: I told him, I said, I don't want to get hung up on this. Yeah. So I said, it's probably 12 feet down, and I'm going to have to go 12 feet over. Yeah. Because I'm going to jump. She was right at the corner of the building.
0: Ah, uh, So
1: okay. we were ancient. At, at either 90 degree from her. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I estimated I, I needed about 30 feet of rope. Mm-hmm. So they slacked 30 feet of rope. So I didn't want to get tangled in it. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't want to go all the way down. It was a four-story building. I said, you know, this thing's going to snap <laughs> on me in about 30 feet. Yeah. But at least I'm not going to hit the ground.
0: Yeah, right. But John,
1: <laughs> they only did about 12 feet on him and when he jumped caught around his leg and it flipped him upside down and he landed he landed on the, the ledge okay and then they slacked it and he crawled around the ledge so I, I got to her first but but only by a couple of seconds but only because he got tangled in the rope
0: right right who's this coming in here Pete so baby so yeah we're mid-interview that's insane yeah, I, I mean, I Again, guess-
1: I mean, but you're, you're sitting there and you're thinking, okay, listen, you're running through the play in your head. Yeah. And you're saying, all right, I jump. Oh, I got a rope. Okay. Yeah, right. I'm going to need slack. But a guy that just ties himself in and says, I'm going to jump over the side and they're going to lower me, she would have been dead.
0: She would have jumped. She would have jumped. This.
1: She would have seen it. So we had to do it quickly and you had to plan it and you had to use a little common sense.
0: Right, and, and the element of surprise on the right. side.
1: What the situational awareness, logistical planning, so you didn't uh, you didn't get hung up.
0: Do you think you got that stuff from Grandpa? You think you just think that way because it's not a common sense type of situation. Yeah,
1: I for don't most know. People. I just I've always been that way. But...
0: I got it. Ryan's got right. it. Right. Mom and you both have it. Yeah. Yeah. I I just don't know why that's not. Uh, I don't know. Where do you get it? I, I wonder that
1: uh, stuff. And why are some guys? Short stops, natural shortstop. Yeah. And why is some guy gonna be out in right field kicking daisies around?
0: Right. That's because, the big thing. I love that. Yeah. You say some guys some guys some were, guys were are the ones diving for the ball. Work.
1: And some guys are diving for the ball yeah. and the other guy is waving to his girlfriend in the stand. Yeah. Yeah. Not paying any attention at all. I guess I guess with, a, with just, a, uh, and as a coach, you learn to pick it out. As a fire officer, you better know who in your crew has that ability?
0: Mm-hmm. hmm I want to get to that in in a little bit because um, I think that that that's one of the big questions I want to ask about it. Um, but um, in 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 that kind of case, in those situations of heroism, but it's it's not heroism when you first do it. it, it you're seeing an emergency and you're trying to just right. go, okay, all right, high stakes, all right. Can I think clearly through this? Uh, in in 1989 in the 89 quake you're working as a as an EMS director at this point you moved that past the rescue squad you're doing your own thing you show up in the uh, marina there's a four story building that's collapsed down to one and a half stories right and there's somebody that they believe is inside the building yeah and and you pull up in in your your Ford Star. yeah and you said uh, hey uh, I'm the only one that's trained to go into this well, situation? because well, I didn't a say and, like that.
1: I said, yeah. hey, what are they, I talked yeah. to the incident commander, and I, I said, what do they need in there? And he said, well, they're going to start the tunnel. And I said, well, I've had tunnel training.
0: Because of the squad?
1: Because I've worked on the squad. He okay. said, well, we're not putting many people in that building. In fact, yeah. there's only one guy right at the right at the start of that. Yeah, And uh, we're a little nervous about putting them in cause the building... It's catching fire.
0: It's coming, yes. Okay, yeah, so it's half glass. It,
1: and it was catching fire. And it's
0: catching fire, and there's a gas There's link. a
1: gas leak that was putting raw gas into the building, so they figured, yeah. oh, it's going to blow. So we okay. don't want to lose too many. So if we're uh-huh. going to put anybody in the building, let's put guys that...
0: Can do it. Can do it. Do everything. If yeah, do
1: it. as much as they can without endangering any more life. Yeah. And that's how I ended up in there, it just... I, well,
0: you talked yourself into it, which is the craziest well, yeah. concept to, to most people. To go, hey, I'm the guy to do that. No, no, not them and them. It's it's me. It's me. Well, Where everybody would take a step back, you take a step forward. Anyway, that's just. I, I, it's, I, I, it it's I, still I, is baffling to me, and I don't know why some people have it, and and most people don't. But anyway, go I on. Just,
1: I just it just made sense I just to you. Thought, yeah, it just seemed like the right thing to do. You're like I'm the guy. Okay. Yeah, I mean I right. know I know what. I know what 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 you have to do to crib and shore and
0: because
1: sure. we'd had that training, yeah. And I, and and if it turned out that the guy I was in there with, he was already gone in about ten feet. I caught up to him okay. right away. Okay. And then uh, we couldn't go any further, and we had to call for chainsaws and uh-huh. and we were chainsawing. And that's why I was saying, you know, <laughs>
0: um,
1: don't cut that beam because that beam. Supporting all of this. That's load
0: bearing in some no, way. That's load bearing, whatever. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: so, I mean, it was like, cut a beam, hold your breath, okay? We <laughs>
0: Holy didn't, shit. We can
1: fall another three okay. feet.
0: Yeah. So yeah. we were
1: tunneling, you know, I mean, it was.
0: You're like, uh, uh, what's the guy in The Great Escape? You're like, uh, yeah. Char- uh, Charlie Branson. Bronson. Bronson, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And you're okay. waiting for the, and the dust and the cracks coming out on your head. Yeah, oh, it literally wasn't. And, okay. And it was too, we didn't have turnout coats on. Because we you couldn't fit them
0: on or what? Because you, you there,
1: there was no room. You couldn't fit. We so were,
0: you're doing this without any protective gear? No. no. Okay.
1: Because you can't... You couldn't have crawled into space that we were in.
0: Yeah, okay. Proceed uh, with caution. And we went
1: through... The other thing was, I was thinking the other day somebody was talking about... and We probably went through about four or five sets of flashlights. We Full burned rest. the batteries out because yeah. it pitch black in there.
0: Yeah. So, and they're handing them up to you?
1: We're, they pass them up to us. Okay. So one guy would the flashlight, the other guy would change or use a crowbar. And uh-huh. then that guy would get tired, and then he, he'd uh-huh. hold the flashlight, and I'd do it. Uh-huh. And we just worked our way back. Well, I, you know, it seemed like forever. Well, it was an hour and a half. But we probably only got 35 minutes, 35 feet in. All right. What we found was 35 feet.
0: how did you know she was there?
1: We were talking to her, she was talking.
0: So she's, she's talking or screaming through debris?
1: Well, she, we got her, she would calm down, but she kept saying, uh, follow my voice, or I can hear you. And we're saying, we're going to be there, we're getting there. Mm-hmm. And uh, the door had collapsed on her and it pinned her.
0: And she, where, where was she in her apartment? She was standing by mid-friend. the
1: closet. She said she went to get something out of the closet. Uh-huh. And the whole house just did a pancake. Yeah, kind of right. Folded off that?
0: like a parallelogram right, to the side. Right,
1: exactly right. And, uh-huh. and you
0: can see that from that picture. It's yeah. Like you can see it. Yeah. It's kind of just wonky right. one way. Yeah. Okay. So So she's in there. She, 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 she's pinned underneath the door. Yeah. She's got breathing room.
1: Yeah, it was funny. I mean, she I didn't see what
0: this interior of the room looked like. That's like. Well,
1: there were me. pockets. You know?
0: That's what I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there she just po- happened Some to The were
1: absolutely flat. And you'd have, you'd have to work around those because you couldn't cut through a flat, you mm-hmm. know, like a stack of cards. No, right. You can't cut through that. So we'd have yeah. to deviate to the right or left till we okay. found, and we'd work our way towards a pocket. Yeah. But then the pocket's being held up by something.
0: Yeah, right, right. Are you so going to cut, cut that away? Yeah, don't don't want don't, to for that. sure don't cut that post. No. So yeah. then we're yeah.
1: figuring all the way in. There's uh, a
0: granddaddy clock we're, right we're there. We're talking and yeah. I
1: said, you know, we're going to have to get a stretcher in. Because I had worked as a paramedic, too, and I'm sure. thinking we're yeah. going to yeah. need a scoop stretcher mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or Stokes.
0: Or something to yeah. extract. because you're extracting. not
1: going to, you know, because she was, she was a big lady. Okay. And we weren't going to drag her out. I mean, that right. Would, you know. Yeah, so yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we figured even an orange flat with no canvas Sure, stretcher. sure.
0: Even just a But uh, as
1: we're cutting our way through, tarp. we had to cut enough room not just for ourselves, but also for whatever we were going to load around and take her out.
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, there was a little bit of well, we had time to talk about it for sure. We we're in there an hour and a half oh.
0: yeah that that's crazy, and the other thing they don't tend and by the way that's that's you guys got honored you know candlestick park for that i mean you guys that's that's world renowned uh, heroism uh and everybody if you look that up, you can see the picture that that'll show you but um yeah you you guys um. There's enough time going through that whole situation that, you know, what they say on the other thing is that there's, there was a natural gas leak. The water weight was so much That's that right. they actually stopped putting water said, on that don't, fire.
1: Don't put the fire out. Stop the putting out the fire. Well, we told them, we radioed out and said, no more water on the fire.
0: The weight of the water yeah, is collapsing the, the building. the curtain. building cracking. Yeah. Because
1: it was going to come down on us. And we said, hey, you know. Yeah. Um. They said, well, it's burning. And we knew it was burning because the water that filtered its way through the building was boiling. So Jesus. it was landing on us. Yeah, And we yeah. said, wow, this is really hot. Uh-huh. So we knew there was fire in the building because that yeah. water was being heated by the fire.
0: Did you have an escape idea at that point? Did you guys the have only any way contingency? The we had out
1: was to try to back up. The, the way, way that you came in. in. That was our only way out.
0: And that was the goal is just we just, the sooner the better, get her out. Yeah, let's get in there as or, soon as we can, yeah.
1: Okay, and then the gas leak was another deal altogether we thought well if the fire hits the the gas we're not gonna have to worry about any good of night this. nurse but uh i don't know what crew it was out on the street they realized they, they had shut the gas off to the building next door but when the building we were in collapsed it collapsed over the gas shut off oh and,
0: jesus okay. and
1: uh You know, to this day, I don't know who the officer was, but that was the beauty of the fire department in those days, is that every officer was uniquely qualified. Mm -hmm. And that officer said, I'll bet you it's under this pile of rubble here, and dug down and found it. Wow. And shut the gas off. So that guy probably saved all our lives.
0: Yeah, right. And
1: I'll never know who that was.
0: You don't even know? Wow. No,
1: no. But they found it, and I remember the radio saying, hey, we found the shutoff. Mm-hmm. you shouldn't should smell gas now
0: and, and it and, worked and out it to your advantage there, there. so you talked about the fact that you were a medic already this is yeah. not, truthfully you were the first firefighter paramedic yeah, in first the history of San Francisco to become
1: a medic. First there were guys who hmm. transferred in that were previous medics Hey, but I was the first I, I was the first fireman to train and be uh, certified as a medic
0: right right okay um
1: why, why did you do it? Why because, be a medic? Well, I could say that's the way we were going. We were getting called on, you know, with the squad. We were getting a lot of medical calls. Hey, even if it's shootings and stabbings, we were getting a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And you get on the scene and the only first aid equipment we had, we bought ourselves. The s- fire department didn't provide you with uh, medical equipment.
0: With, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because um, I, I guess I just, the, squad, uh, you know, the uh, ambulances carried every all of that yeah, stuff.
1: and once in a while, they, the the stewards would give you some gauze or bandage or something, but they didn't like it. They didn't want to. They thought we were always trying to take their job.
0: Always the contention, Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. There was always one, some man. hard
1: feelings there. So, yeah, you really didn't ask them for anything. You bought your own stuff. Um, Jeez, right, but uh, right. uh, So I just I just realized, hey, you know, even if we get a fire. We're pulling somebody out that's burned. Right. We gotta know something about the yeah. yeah. We have to pursue some basic first aid. You repel down the cliff, the guy that fell down the cliff, there's no medic on the bottom of that cliff. Who's so to the first guys to him are gonna be firemen. Yeah. They better know what they're doing.
0: Yeah. So you saw the re- when did you take medic? You saw it back then writing on the wall, eight, 78. eight. Seventy eight you took it. Yeah. Yeah. And this is due to the fact that Uh, And were you responding to medical calls previous to that, aside from the stuff like you're talking about? Yeah, they'd call us in for resuscitations. Shortness of resuscitations. okay, okay.
1: Anaphylactic. It was mostly code three, life-threatening stuff.
0: Okay. We'd go on that. We didn't go... Manpower needed or something. Right,
1: if they had somebody that fell out of bed, it was a put-to-bed, usually the engine companies went on that. Right, right. Or truck company. They tried to send whatever company was available. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they didn't send the squads on that they'd send us on the the people that were crazy because we had a couple of guys on the squad that
0: that were crazy that were crazy <laughs> and they, they knew how
1: to talk to those people
0: right right and uh yeah
1: some of the funniest calls i ever had were yeah. going on those and talking to those guys off the roofs and
0: yeah, yeah. just just hanging out and somebody's hanging got a out bigger just, insight and
1: we'll be here for half an hour we're gonna yeah. Talk this lady down.
0: Yeah, yeah. Put
1: the tinfoil back up on her window. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You actually kind of go along with it. Yeah, oh, let's yeah, get this. Yeah, let's absolutely. get this uh, tinfoil first. Get in here. Right. Close this tinfoil down again. You, you'll be safe.
1: And you just—I mean, everybody that that they would talk to prior to us would tell them, "You're nuts." Right. This isn't the way it is. You gotta, you gotta wake up and face reality. Mm-hmm. And we'd go in there and say. You're absolutely right. I hear those. Yeah. I hear those voices too. Get in here! Man. I hear them all the time. <laughs> yeah, let's see what we can do to solve this problem. <laughs>
0: I've been trying and to by fight every year now. Yeah,
1: we're on first name basis with this. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. You identify yeah. with the crazy. Yeah. I yeah. agree. But most of us are crazy. I don't. Know. There's a portion yeah. of us. I just say yeah. there, but by the grace of God. I'm yeah. working on this side of the uh, sirens. If
1: you're going up for those calls. They they're going to turn you. They do, right? They're gonna turn you crazy.
0: You start telling you shit. The guy yeah. the other
1: day he had a he had a ball
0: hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. He had a tennis ball with a with a you know a string hanging right huh. there. And I said, "What's that?" He says, "That ball is set directly in the middle of the earth. That goes directly to the well, core you know, of the earth." Is. And I went. You're right, it yeah, does, it does. Do. it does, it goes directly to Everybody the ball
1: hanging for every scene it points to the middle of the earth. Yeah,
0: and <laughs> yeah. I sat there, I he's right, you know, yeah. he, he's right, you guys. He yeah. goes, I know, I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I understand, okay, so what else, yeah. tell me more, you know.
1: Pendulum, true, false pendulum or something. What's that, oh, a oh, Foucault's pendulum, pendulum. Uh, Umberto yeah. echo,
0: yeah. yeah. What was the, I don't, I, I, I Well, that's Well, that's,
1: that's the same theory, except that the earth would rotate under it.
0: Yeah. It would so swim back and forth, yeah, pointing
1: yeah. at the center of the earth, but then the earth would rotate under it uh-huh, and right. knock a peg over. That's right. Just that's to the, prove the, that, the, the, uh, the that the earth is, is spinning. Rotating. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess that fits into somewhere about the um, uh, Coriolis effect, right? Or oh, no, that's that's just the delayed movement of the atmosphere, according yeah. to the, yeah. I don't know. As far as Valor goes, how many awards did you get? I know it's not something you want to really touch on but uh, um, there's a ru- the only reason I mention this there's a over rumor the, over to then. I talked to Dan uh, O'Connor uh, yeah. what's his name Dan Dan O'Connor no um, the, the union guy when he was oh, here uh, yeah, Tom Tom sorry, sorry. He said there's. They, they say you might be the highest decorated fireman in San Francisco history I
1: had a deputy chief tell me that one time
0: but, yeah uh, it,
1: yeah that's it, impossible it but nobody possible. kept those records who but,
0: gives a shit that's the funny yeah, thing about yeah. it it's like yeah, maybe, but it didn't and it's funny, the, change anything. All in your the rescues career.
1: I've been on, the the, the ones that that never got any recognition, but I yeah. kind of remember those more. Right, right. You know, why people, is that? Uh, because it's like, I think it's because I felt I'm not doing this for the award. I'm doing this because this is my job, and I and I enjoy it, and and there's a real satisfaction in that. So I tend to think about the rescues and the saves I had. Well, I didn't get any recognition, and I yeah. said, "That actually feels better."
0: <laughs> it's just better, you know. Yeah, Nobody's yeah.
1: pinning a medal on you.
0: Yeah, but it's more intimate, almost within the patient. Right, you, you know. There, are yeah,
1: kids walking around today that I saved, yeah. and uh, and nobody even knows about. There's a guy I pulled out of the bay. I mean, I was a year from retiring. I dove into the bay and saved a guy from drowning, and I never even got a thank you from the from the guy from the chief.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, the guys are not no. Of course, yeah. yeah. You're not not going to get anything
0: from him. No. But,
1: I mean, by the time I was a year away from retiring, the chief was, you know, they didn't believe in thanking anybody for doing their job because they barely did their job. They barely did their job. That's kind of the thing. It's like if you're not good at it, you
0: don't recognize goodness in anything. Right. That's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame. But, uh, but
1: But I remember those because... You did them just for the poor, pure joy and satisfaction of.
0: I mean, that's it, right? Them. That's yeah. the job. Is when you have those little moments where you go, "I did that," or the patient yeah. comes and brings cookies to the station and says, Thank No, you we never same. had that much. Yeah, no, we, we always get it all said that." The time, man, I know that's like, great. It's so lucky. friends. It's so great.
1: That, yeah. I mean that,
0: uh, but
1: yeah, I have friends in every department, uh-huh. and the public comes and leaves them flowers or gives them a cake or yeah. And yeah. The people in San Francisco just treated us like crap. I
0: don't understand it. Uh, they love you though.
1: Well they I mean, love, that's what they after say. After the earthquake, that's For it, about yeah. two weeks, they they'd come by and they'd say hello, and then we got the first "fuck you" about two weeks after. Right. So, yeah. right. It's only just on the timer. Yeah. The fuck,
0: fuck you! You're in the yeah, like I you're said, in walking right. the street. Yeah. And back to normal. And right. here we are. Yeah. 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 Right. Well, that lasted two
1: right. weeks. Right. <laughs>
0: Um, I think, you know, uh, you guys got away with a lot more stuff in the meantime, though. There wasn't such a litigious society. I love, Yeah. you know, you, who was the guy you were driving, you're on the back of the engine with? And he goes, it's getting
1: a bit. This is how oh, it's cold this morning. I've noticed it's really chilling in the morning. Yeah, we you're on, riding, you're the, riding back the back of the back engine. Step, you're sitting yeah. on the back step. No, like back standing. There. Standing. The That's old days I mean. when yeah. you stood on the back step. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I, I really hadn't noticed. He goes, oh, I'm freezing. And he had dropped his turnout pants down around his ankle. <laughs> <coughs> but you got to remember, it was like 4 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. We're coming back from our fourth call after midnight. We yeah. were all just rummy. We hadn't slept all night.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And it was just like anything to...
0: Anything to keep
1: the spirits high. Huh? everybody laughing. <laughs> so you Those just moan in the traffic by you. As much as the squad went out, the... Yeah. Uh, we had a salvage corps. They mm. went out more than the... Than the I can residents.
0: imagine. If you were going on that many fires, oh, man. just you as a squad, they're hitting all those plus all the other plus fires in the else. city, yeah. and they're, they're buttoning up and pulling Yeah, stuff they're out. the first
1: ones in, last guys to go home. I couldn't. They're the ones that hammered the doors closed, yep. put the tarps over the roof.
0: Yeah, right. There were some real That's a hard job, sharp, man.
1: sharp guys there. They, you talk about being able... To uh, look at a situation and figure out how to uh, how to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. Those guys were really clever, very mechanically inclined.
0: Is that why? Just they logistically, they'd look at it kind of abstract, yeah. like a Abstracted truck company would. Got to
1: get water from the middle of this building out to that window. How can we do it? Yeah, yeah. Through a series of pumps or gravity or whatever. Okay. And then just, okay. they, they knew how to do it. And gotcha. I, I like on a flood or sense.
0: something, they'd just be like, "Hey, we got to get this somehow." Right, right. So the buildings like a flooded floor on a on a warehouse. Something hey, we got to so do it in the hurry. Another her man. Yeah, we're
1: never going to get home. We'll never get back to the station. So let's do it, do <laughs> it in the hurry.
0: Right, right. I don't think as many people. As a side note, but like how uh, how much more damage water does than fire?
1: Oh, far greater. Uh, well, insanely. Well, when more. I worked, uh, damages everything. Over by the DeYoung Museum. I was the first. Yeah. I worked uh, as an officer on that engine company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we'd go over to the DeYoung on building inspection, and I'd ask them where there sprinkler sprinkler shutoffs. Well, I only did that once. The guy says, we don't have any sprinklers in the museum. Mm-hmm. Well, they, said,
0: have, they have like a halon system or something? Yeah,
1: well, they probably didn't. They're, that hadn't been invented in those days.
0: Oh, okay. But wow. he said,
1: We're, we'd rather lose a gallery to a fire wow. than lose everything to water.
0: Yeah, and, and they knew. so you. Somebody they, was talking They sacrificed painting yeah, yeah. or a gallery. They were willing to, anyway.
1: Th- rather than lose their whole collection. So they were well aware of how much water damage uh, yeah. could do.
0: If you look at those buildings, though, they're mostly concrete. You're not thinking yeah. much is going to Well, they're built catch. Yeah,
1: with that in mind, too. And they have got great detection systems. Yeah. Smoke detectors. and
0: mm-hmm. You
1: know, they had plenty of that. So they... They just relied on us to get her in a real hurry and put out the thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like Grandpa said, he was at the Cliff House. Yeah. Watching that second time it burned.
1: No, I watched my dad at that fire.
0: Oh, you were there with him?
1: He worked that fire, and I was up on the hill. It was before I got in the fire department. Yeah. And I watched that hill. was watching the fire from the hill across from it. And I remember the building collapsed. Mm -hmm, And... mm -hmm. um, I remember going down to the street and seeing a fireman that my dad had worked with, and I said hello to him, and the guy wouldn't, wouldn't make eye contact with me, and I said, what, what's the matter? And he said, well, you may as well hear it from me. Your dad was behind the building there with his engine company, and we haven't heard from him. Oh, shit. So we didn't know if the building had collapsed on his yeah, crew.
0: Yeah, yeah. They
1: later found him. Uh, they, had, they had all gotten away.
0: Yeah. But there right.
1: were no, the guys weren't carrying in. There. That's what I was going to ask you. So they no radios There then. were no radios in those days. So you
0: so, made plans at the IC post, and you right. went, I'm going to do it. Right. You did it. You came back and said, this is the report. This is right. how far we got. We're going to make change.
1: And the first guys <clears> with the radios were the chief operator. So the chief would say, you go with these three engine companies. They're going to do fire attack behind the building. They didn't even have A, B, and C, the mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't do
0: Alpha no. Charlie Delta. But they so, said, go
1: to the back of the building. Yeah. Go with the instant companies and tell me what's going on. So with only one radio, that operator. That guy standing and relaying info there. the whole time? So the chief wants you to move down here. So you were getting instructions yeah, yeah, from yeah. one radio back there.
0: It's akin to again, more like World War II. It was World. It you was know, I mean, it's war. like the, you don't need radio communication.
1: No, if and, everybody knows their job and everybody's and aggressive, do it and kick and ass. They're aggressive. They do
0: yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, right now, they, the issue is there's the inundation of verbiage on the radio. Yeah. It's like everybody shut up. Yeah. Let me tell you what needs to happen, and then quiet down until that gets done, or it doesn't get done. Then you say it on the radio, like. Way too much radio static. You know, what much I, going on.
1: you know what I think might be the reason for that? Cell phone.
0: What do you think? Of course. Yeah, I mean, what are we having, talking about?
1: My opinion is more important than anybody else. Oh, yeah. So at this time. like, yeah, shut, and they can't shut the hell up. They can't shut up. That, that was a huge change in the fire. That happened while I was still working. And uh, I could see it. I yeah. hated it. Yeah. I hated it. It changed yeah. the whole makeup of the firehouse.
0: Well, that was when I first came in. It was uh, no, no cell phones at the table. Yeah. Don't ever pull them out on calls. Don't ever use them in the grocery stores. Right. Until you could put grocery lists on there. Until you could pull up poison control on there. Right. Until you were using your county, you know, information, you could pull right. it. But now it's become somewhat acceptable on the, at, at the table, at the, at the call and everything. I would never pull it out on a call.
1: Well, you know, but it's I, that, what I that would mindset. do as an officer, if I saw one of my medics pull out the cell phone, I would look to the family and, and I would what short shut is. it. And I'm saying, this guy is in contact with the hospital right now. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. not talking to anybody
0: yeah, socially.
1: Yeah, right, right. This is him contacting the hospital. giving Even if you're not doing it, I'm going to tell him that because I don't want that to look bad on us. Of course. And then if you're not doing that... I'm going to give it the stink eye. will
0: be mean, a little talking so, to yeah, afterwards. Put
1: huh? that damn thing away.
0: Um, and, uh, so you moved from the squad. You went to 13.
1: Well, yeah, no, I, I, I was promoted okay. to lieutenant. And then um, and then floated around the city. You know, when you're, you're unassigned until you have enough
0: mm-hmm. seniority Senority, to sure. make
1: a spot. And my first spot was 13-engine mm-hmm. as a as permanent assignment. Yeah, yeah. As a lieutenant, yeah.
0: Yeah, that first do is... What, where is that first do, basically? North you Beach?
1: Could, you could hit the Transamerica Pyramid with an apple. You, it, we're that close.
0: Yeah, yeah. You could
1: step outside the front of the station mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and throw an apple across the street and hit the Transamerica. Yeah. So yeah. we're right there.
0: Um, That's a hell of a good spot to be in. It I was realize. a
1: nice spot, but it, it was not a busy spot fire-wise. Okay. And I'll tell you why. Uh well, I won't get into it too much, but when... In the old days of the horse, horse-drawn horse uh, rigs, mm-hmm. firehouses were placed on the top of hills mm-hmm. so they could go downhill to fires. Mm-hmm. And the first alarm areas were down below, so they could swoop down on a fire in the shortest possible time. Sure. You never... Never I, went I, up. You never won the horses to pull you up a hill to the okay, top right. of... Um,
0: Broadway or something. Broadway. Or, yeah. yeah. I mean so yeah. you
1: put your firehouses up there. Yeah. yeah. When they set up the response routes <clears throat> on the on the cards, we had dispatch cards, they were all programmed geographically and topography wise. Mm. So they knew thirteen engine is gonna stay in that valley. Got thirteen it. engine was in the Barbary Coast. It was originally engine number one. It was the first firehouse. No kidding. First firehouse in San Francisco. And the old fire station, one of the first, is on Gold Alley, mm. and it's still there. It's an um, architect office or a lawyer's office now.
0: Okay. But you
1: can still see it, one half a block off of Broadway. Yeah. The original one engine. Yeah. Um, but because of that location, knowing that you're not going to get out, and because of Barbary Code, was the financial center, and they yeah. never wanted that engine to leave
0: to get out of that area. So that right. first so alarm area that, yeah. was very small. I got you. Okay.
1: So there could be a fire ten blocks away, and they're going to bring a company. They'll go by you to get there.
0: Unreal. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because you were preserved for that high uh, yeah. economic area.
0: Right. Right. Your right. job is to protect the and that money. Went
1: that That's went lame. back to the Gold Rush.
0: That's insane. This yeah, is like Yerba ne- Buena. You're talking about yeah. time.
1: Yeah. And the 1830s like situation. Dispatch routes. Yeah. Hadn't changed since those days. That's crazy. So you, I worked at that station. We didn't get a lot of fires.
0: Wow. Now okay.
1: Chinatown was first alarm. But
0: yeah. Yeah. The
1: reality is, there's never really a lot of big fires. In, In
0: China- Chinatown? Not at all. Boy, I would have thought a lot of the over congestion so, and the and the fire hazards of cooking in the in the restaurants and the filling up the you know beyond maximum capacity of containers and everything. And no, huh?
1: No, wow. okay. I worked with Chinese guys, and I and i asked them that same yeah. question. I yeah. said, with that close quarters, how do we not have more fires? He said, because somebody is always awake. Ah, fire never gets going. And Someone's said, always working. There's always somebody everywhere. It's that thick right. with people. Right. And nothing ever gets a head start. Okay. That and, makes uh, sense. And I can't tell you how many times you would be in an area for a smoke investigation and you never found anything. Yeah. Because they put yeah. it out. Yeah. They zip the lip and they don't call you. Nobody says nobody shit. Nobody says shit. It's, it's, yeah,
0: because it's... They don't want you it It's under code, man. Hey, yeah. hey, hey, shh, shh. Right. What? I didn't know anything about That's it.
1: That's right. I don't yeah. know nothing. Yeah. And right. and that, but, well, hell, they saved a lot of lives by bringing up like that. I love it. Yeah.
0: I mean, if as long as they're taking care of yourself, policing, care of it. then you don't have to worry about it, right?
1: Now we had you know we had gang activity that kind of broke out, so we had a lot of a lot of I mean, fatalities after mm-hmm. a lot of shootings and stabbings. Um, yeah. But aside from medical, not a lot of fire.
0: I got you. And it's good. I mean. It, Just those kind of high congestion areas are just full of fire, full of chemicals, full of all that bullshit, you know? Um, You know, you
1: get a fire in a place like that, with that kind of population density, Mm -hmm. uh, the whole first alarm, Mm -hmm. they're just putting on scots and pulling people out. Nobody's putting any water on the fire. You pull a second alarm just to get water. Wow. Yeah.
0: Why? why? Because they're just all in rescue mode at that point?
1: Everybody goes to rescue mode and starts pulling people out.
0: Yeah, that makes sense, I guess. And then, I mean, by the time you get water on it, you're going defensive at some point. But that's fine as long as you get everybody out. Well,
1: that's, that's, yeah. I mean, I've been to fires like that in the Tenderloin and south of market and some of those six-story wooden buildings yeah. To go back 150 feet.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. There were buildings in Chinatown. The hallways were so long that I made up a bundle, a 50-foot bundle.
0: We have those now. I have an, and o- I, we'll I and I
1: said this is going to be the officer bundle. Mm-hmm. I made a uh, shoulder strap support. Yep, yep. Because you'd have to extend the line another 50 feet. Yeah, just yeah. to get around the corner at the end of the hallway. Right. That's how. That's how long the hallways were. Yeah, you'd hook right. up at a standpipe 100 feet wouldn't get you.
0: Get you shit. Wouldn't get you. We call them hotel packs or deep yeah. lot drop packs. Well, yeah, we, same we thing. We made yeah. them up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd
1: never heard of it, but I just. But
0: that's it. That's all it was. That's it why was, you
1: do your pre-fire inspection because you walk right. it and you go, Hey, we're not going to reach the end of the hole.
0: How important is that stuff? Yeah, that people don't talk about it. That's Nobody why we have to do. I don't want to do inspections today, yeah. but then you go and you go, Hey, look at this, yeah. and you go, Oh shit, this is far. Yeah. Okay, how are we going to pull this off? You make up plans like that. Right. That's yeah.
1: And you check the penthouse, make sure it's unlocked.
0: The cockloft. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like,
1: that's that's Phil's fireman If they lock <sighs> it. <sighs> it's scary. And they lock a lot of them up because a lot of because of, cat of course burglars cat burglars down go down
0: that. You talk penthouse is the is the roof uh, doorway. Right. The it's roof. The, like doorway. Like yeah, it's supposed to be open at all times yeah. in case of fire on that roof. Guys are cutting if they need to take refuge. They go down that thing.
1: Right. It's locked. Or you did if it. they're t- caught in the upper floors.
0: Ah, uh, right. It, I mean, I, can go up we and watch
1: down. TV and and, and and the bad guys always running upstairs. And I always tell Mary, never run upstairs. Mm-hmm. If somebody's chasing you, never go upstairs. There's no way out.
0: There's no way down. And we laugh no about that.
1: But that comes from the old fire department thing. Yeah. Boy, you go up, which way is the fire going?
0: Yeah, It's yeah. going to
1: be the hottest at the top of that It's
0: going building. to meet you up there, trust me. Oh. yeah. And if
1: that door's shut, you're not going to last long. You're a oh, dead man. It's, it's terrible. So every time we did a building, we'd go up. Lock, and if that, and there was a padlock on it, we'd break the padlock off. And tell the tell building sure. manager, you lock that again, you're going to be sighted.
0: Good. Yeah. yeah and there's certain things you... Yeah, there's no leniency. serial leniency. Yeah, yeah.
1: We work with anybody but... Um, you know, if it's going to kill a fireman, we, we didn't. There's no latitude.
0: There you of. go. That's it. Yeah. And, and that's the whole, the life-threatening stuff there.
1: And that's also the fire escape. There's a ladder from the top floor. The that little, that
0: little arch right, thing that arch goes over the side. Looks the, like
1: a hook ladder that goes... Yeah. Always yeah. test that.
0: Oh, reach over and check the, where it. it bolts into the... To the
1: roof. Because those bolts rot. Mm-hmm. and hmm the And the water follows those bolts... And you get dry rot, yeah, on right. the where it's screwed in, right. And all you need is to be crawling up that thing and go over backwards, you know, five six floors. Yeah, right. So we always tested that. Okay. For the same reason. And then you you have standpipes in Santa Fe. We right? do, yeah, and yeah. You always go up and make sure the the roof standpipe is closed. Roof standpipe
0: is closed, right? Because the kids kids would steal the
1: caps off them. And wrapped. they
0: stuffed gum wrappers and, sh- yeah. and everything at the ba- at the street level, too. Right,
1: right. Mm-hmm. To jam up the inlets. Yeah. But, we're, yeah, there's we're, certain things we always did mm-hmm. uh, because so, it was life safety.
0: And that's, you know, I, from your... And I've always taken a cue from you is to work busy stations. Yeah. Be with crews that are active because the active crews get more active when they do, like, inspections. They actually yeah. do inspections... And you're talking about scenarios as you're doing that stuff.
1: Right. And we're yeah, we doing the what if.
0: It is. And, and it's it just, has, hey, all right, Proby, how about this? What right. if there's something what here? Would what do you do? And, yeah, at some point you start realizing it's not, they're not trying to pick on me. No. They're trying to train me, you know. Oh,
1: oh. Number one. Okay. all right, how about if I did this? Keeping you alive. Yeah. Number two, they're teaching to be observant. Number three, you're going to be a better officer when you finally get promoted. There you go. Because you're learning the whole thought process that goes into fighting a fire. Right, right. It's more than just putting water on the flame.
0: It's thinking like yeah, a firefighter. It's, it's,
1: yeah, you know, it's laying the right hose. It's getting the right pressure. It's knowing which hydrant mm-hmm. is going to give you the most pressure.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's so much, you know, it seems like a pretty stupid job, you know. It, but there uh, was a lot of hydraulics involved. Uh, ladder work, I wish I had done more of that. I I just never had time with that.
0: On a truck. But
1: those yeah. truckmen... God, they, they saved a lot of lives. I had nothing but respect for them.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, they saved my ass a lot of times. I'd be inside that building. Yeah. And you could hear the bang, bang, of the axes hitting the yeah. the roof. And all of a sudden, it went from 500 degrees to 300 degrees. Yeah, invisibility and, like and clear. They let all the hot air out, and all of a sudden, it's livable up there.
0: Right, and you right.
1: And now you can reach the fire. Those guys, they do amazing work. They They don't get enough credit for
0: it. Uh, Yeah, right. It's kind of, I always think of uh, truck fighting, firefighting as as a game of chess versus um, a football game or a game of checkers. You know, they got to kind of tactically find the right spot to cut holes, bust their asses to get it open, and then, you know, extract themselves and move on.
1: And they'll go down and do um, rescue. Once once they have ventilated, they'll go rescue. Yeah, yeah. But their primary job is to ventilate.
0: Um, That's huge. You know... I can't... Yeah. You
1: know, ventilation is just something that... I don't think is taught enough. No, it's it not. Because it
0: takes stuff. a lot of money to do training exercises on where you're going to train. You're gonna yeah. prop, are you going to build a prop? Are you going to get a house that you can cut up?
1: Well, what they did over on Treasure Island when we got the training facility there, they have uh, old buildings that the, uh, that the Navy had. Yeah. And they put... Uh, they buy three-quarter inch plywood sheets... Yeah, and they will right, put plywood right. sheets down and then the truckers come in yeah, yeah. and actually have to chop a hole in it's that. great. And when that, when that drills over, they throw that old plywood away and put a brand new sheet, right, right. sheet in. It's great. Oh, it's great exactly. needed
0: because Straight a lot on. of the people coming in, like I was one of the few that had uh, construction experience beforehand. Right. Most people don't know what load bearing means. Most people, they had a guy cut through a beam, a, a roof, a beam, and, and nothing, they went, what are you does. doing?
1: Happened to us down on uh, mission. And they just they a, right. a probing you know? um, to cut put a hole in the roof and she cut through the the ridge beam. The
0: ridge beam, yeah.
1: And the whole roof collapsed with everybody on it Holy and sh- on two of the crews down below. Terrifying man. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily nobody was killed, but a lot of guys went to the hospital. And you that's know, just basic building construction.
0: That's it. That's all it is. And yeah. you know that yeah. Uh, I don't want to touch too much on it, but you know, I um, we're talking about life-threatening stuff, the job, immediate fires and things. But really, the big one that I talked with Stefani about was cancer. Yeah. And you, in 1997, I would say.
1: Yeah, right. Got, right.
0: you got cancer, uh, throat cancer. Right. You know, and it was, uh, um, it was a life. Altering event for you certainly for yeah. everybody too. I just couldn't believe that uh, somebody in as good a shape as you were also got that. Um, you want to touch any at all on that right now? We don't have to. Go uh, crazy,
1: well, no. I just you know. I mean, after after that, I mean, I never smoked in my life. I never yeah. smoked cigarettes, cigars, nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But. You know I was in some pretty toxic environment yeah and yeah. Uh, and 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 I mean nobody argued with that that was the city agreed, and I was good, given a a disability um, well it, they gave me time off on city time instead of on my own time, yeah, yeah, and uh, I actually went back and worked three more years after i i uh, was treated, yeah and uh, but I mean, I can't emphasize it uh, how toxic that environment is. It's, and guys get cancer in the fire department, whether they work in busy companies or not. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Tony and I have talked about what the hell is the common denominator here. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do we all experience that you know, whether you're at a house that goes out once or a house that goes out like one engine. 34 times I did one day on, on, 30, <laughs> on, on, on one engine.
0: On one shift.
1: 34 calls in one in shift. In
0: 24 hours.
1: And they get cancer down there, and they get cancer in the place out in the avenues, and it gets one call.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So the only thing we can figure is maybe the exhaust fumes from the That's vehicle. a huge one, they say. fumes.
0: It's something in the station, obviously. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, that's, that's all we can think of, and... and I mean it's the one common denominator we all had.
0: It's something to do with the equipment or the job right. in, in station. Huh? And
1: don't forget, all the San Francisco's built um two stories. Every firehouse is two story.
0: Yes. Yeah, and where so do they put exhaust? our dorms?
1: They put our dorms right above our apparatus floor. Of course. So right. and the pole holes go right through that yep. to the dormitory. Right. So you start up the engine, you fill the dormitory with diesel exhaust. Right. Right. So even if you go out and come back. You spend the rest of the night breathing there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of when you think about it that way, it kind of kind of falls into place.
0: It makes total sense. Yeah. Uh, it's like living inside a courtyard. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like where do you park your truck? Well, uh, in my bedroom, basically. Yeah. You know, would you
1: sleep in your garage? No, you wouldn't. Yeah. It's well, out there, some right? reasons why you basically, wouldn't. Basically, we we're f- sleeping in our garage.
0: And yeah. I, what, the other thing I brought up with Tony was that you your generation is a unique situation where you were fighting fire just at the tail end. You would go into fires that were buildings created with synthetic materials. Right. It wasn't the traditional stuff that other fight, like Grandpa's generation were. Right. Like. But you were going in as there was the, the evolution of the SCBA. But you're not using the SCB on every call because it was an ego, you know, hey, are you seriously going to put that on? All right, sorry. So you're going in breathing this caustic carcinogenic chemical fire without any of the equipment that I have um, to take care of it, hopefully. uh, But
1: it didn't happen before
0: you and it didn't happen after you. It was just your group of people in the 60s and 70s and that's it.
1: We bridged the gap between nobody wearing breathing equipment, to it becoming mandatory. Right. But we also went from Victorians that were built out of nice old redwood and fir Mm -hmm. to high-rises, which company I worked at, Mm -hmm. where everything inside is plastic and foam. Right. And all that stuff is terrible. And I'll tell you, how many car fires do you go to? Uh Uh-huh. And they they don't have to conform to any code, Mm -hmm. life safety code, yeah. as far as health yeah and and uh, fumes so the cars are f- probably more toxic than the high-rise building just
0: smell them when they burn yeah, you yeah. smell you can smell the cancer in them i mean you can you can smell that
1: your department of Fire breathing apparatus on a farm It's not app?
0: IDLH, technically it's not an immediate uh, life and death yeah. hazard yeah. so um
1: San Francisco to my knowledge still does not I put them
0: on, obviously well, now post again, cancer myself. Hold, you hold
1: your breath, work your way around the car until you got clear air. Take another breath. There you Cause go. Because I'll tell you what, The ringo right. spasm. You, I, I went into a lot of wood smoke fires, mm-hmm. and you know got by. But you breathe in some of those plastics, huh? you lock up. You yeah. absolutely lock up. It'll drive you to your knees. Yeah, your right. body won't let you breathe that in. Yeah, that's right. Hor- it's hor- it. Knows somehow. Huh? It knows. It's it just constricts
0: stuff. the larynx. <laughs> you're yeah. down on the ground yeah that's a terrifying feeling too that's yeah. the yeah yeah that's the yeah shutting down uh, It'd be like dry drowning, but you're basically drowning in the uh, fire
1: yeah, smoke drowning.
0: Um, you went through some pretty extensive treatment, and uh, that's a lot of the time why we got water here for you and everything I, I mean uh, just the sacrifice of your daily uh, comfort. You really gave to the job, man. Yeah, well, I think we're thankful for it. But I mean, I don't think people understand on a daily basis the discomfort that you live with.
1: Yeah, and the frustration. But you know, I, I, if somebody had said, "Hey, you can go back and do it again, knowing what you know," yeah, I, I'd probably go back and do it. But I think I would, I'd certainly change some of the way I fire behavior okay. for sure, because. Uh, we did take risks that weren't necessary. Mm-hmm. If it's for somebody trapped in a building, yeah, it's anything you can. But, that's right. But just to prove to another fire crew that you could last, you could longer. stay longer and hotter yeah. and with worse. That's crazy. Yeah. Nobody to prove it to now. All those guys that used to fight their way down those hallways are all dead. That's right. They died of heart disease and cancer.
0: I, I yeah. Yeah. Who won? The city, you, the the public? Nobody. Yeah. Nobody wins. Nobody wins. Yeah. Um, um so, let I me mean, talking about that um you 've been out for now let 's say two thousand three was it 13, fifteen years
1: fifteen yeah so fifteen I'm, years yeah it's just turned fifteen yeah,
0: yeah. January fifth so you moved out with the cola huh hmm. you, left, you left when that you got the 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 littlecola well, um, you know? that 's what everybody says to do it doesn 't have
1: pension. no no I you know our cola is weird the the way mm. it works on our pension uh it, that the cola didn 't change it it was. Three um, percent at fifty-five, mm-hmm. and that passed, and it didn't go into effect until January.
0: And I had already wow. been nice. in, and
1: I was working my way through my year as a captain. And uh, and they said, "Hey, you may as well stay another month or two
0: because
1: mm-hmm. the new pension system kicks in."
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: I did, and it, it made a difference.
0: Yeah, that yeah. Well, that's smart. Again, it's firemen just thinking in a. Insightful way about everything. I think we could solve the world's problems without having to do much work after sitting around the coffee table in the morning. But um, what do you miss now after all this, or what did uh, you miss initially? The
1: guys I work with. Yeah. yeah. Politics and fire departments suck now. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's afraid to say anything. That's and, right. You know, everybody has a grievance. I don't know how you work in that environment.
0: You find a good crew.
1: Well, that's it. You have to do that. You have to work with, with real men and women mm-hmm. that want to do their job Yep. and uh, don't have an ego.
0: That's you know? it. That's it. I, I really don't, think yeah. they don't have an agenda or an ego right. except for getting the job done something. right yeah. and and effectively. And you, you know right
1: away. I mean, yep. when you start pulling drills in the morning or in the afternoon, and, and the ones that start complaining, they're the ones that are going to file agreements. You know, it's always the same pain in the ass mm-hmm. that doesn't want to do anything, that yeah. wants to get that big check from the city.
0: Wants something for nothing. So,
1: yeah, wants something for nothing. And so you, they, they stand out right away. You know who really wants to be a fireman and who wants to just take a paycheck home. Yeah. And we never had that problem when I came in, but that's a problem now.
0: I, I think it is. Yeah. Because uh, w- maybe because we have SCVAs and the protective equipment and you don't go in on fires like you did when you first went and you went, holy shit, this is not what I expected. I'm out of here. You know, I, well, mean, I mean, just the, when yeah. you get hit with that bombardment of, of life-threatening, you know, everything, yeah. smoke, flame, can't breathe, I'm out of here, or you're not.
1: If you're left, I mean... I. Uh, I remember the mom asking me, Well, why do you even stay there when it's so bad in there? I said because I'd rather pass out in the fire than go back to the firehouse and have ten guys look at me yeah. like I'm a coward. Yeah. And men'll do that. Men are crazy. They'll Of course. They'll do that. Women are too smart to do that. They, yeah. You call me no a doubt. coward all day long, I don't yeah. care. I didn't die. I thought it was gonna get I thought it was gonna blow. I left.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um and that and that's Unfortunately, that, that's more of that thinking.
0: That's that stuff, though, that we're talking about. Why did we get cancer? Because we... Because we didn't live. We live that. Yeah. 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 But guess what? Every once in a while, you save somebody.
1: But you stay in and all... Yeah. And Every, you stumble on somebody that you didn't know was in there.
0: And you're working with the crew, and the guys go, this guy. Yeah. I want, who you? Yeah. I want him... So, right. when that comes down... I, question about that. Like, if you could think of best traits for a firefighter. New kid coming in. What would you hope? At least he's got this. At least she's got that.
1: I want to see him show up for work at least an hour ahead of time. Okay. Uh, These guys that show up at the last minute, I have no use for that. That is a real window into their don't give a shit attitude. Yeah. Get there early. Talk to the people going off duty. Yep. Make a cup of coffee. Bingo. Bring some... Bring some bagels donuts, or ba- donuts.
0: Bagels, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring a little not something Not every in. time, but no.
1: once in a while. Yep. yep. When it's time to do something around the firehouse, be the first guy up or girl up. Start doing your housework. Yep. Don't worry that nobody else is doing anything. You do yours. Don't get that attitude. Well, he's not, why should I? Right. All right? That that's Especially a, right <laughs> uh, that's the the back. But yeah.
0: First five years, this is a good thing right. here. Yeah, go.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, And when you finish what you're doing, because you started early, you're going to finish early. That's right. Go help one of the other guys. Help them, ask them, what can I do? Did you mop over here? I'll mop that Mm -hmm, for you. Yeah. Yeah. Help out. You're going to get a reputation as as somebody that gives Mm -hmm. and cares about that station rather than somebody that doesn't give a shit. You know, that's a huge. I'll get back to it. Yeah. Help the cook. Help the cook cook. Always be in the kitchen that up, start doing the dishes.
0: Be utility firefighter. Right. You know, right? If like... something,
1: you have to pick up something at the store. The probie always went to the store.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. they're the worst cook. Right. <laughs> and if you missed them at a fire, you didn't miss them. Right. You know, <laughs> they, they didn't really it anyway. Either. So they were, they were expendable.
0: And yeah, I used yeah. to tell,
1: remember when we taught EMT? Yeah, yeah. I'd say, who, do you, who who's going to pick up the, the guy that pissed himself yeah,
0: the probie who's going
1: to touch the guy with the hepatitis the probie yeah, why yeah. because you're not worth a shit <laughs> you got nothing why else to offer. lose you
0: yes. there's
1: a whole class full of other probies yeah. we got another one
0: right, right we're like ants that's right yes and and we're just throwing your soldier ants into this thing until change the probie in.
1: into somebody worth something
0: and it takes that in order to turn into something yeah you know that, that works.: so we'd send business. the
1: probie to the store always go to the store Right. You know, don't piss and moan that you went the last two times. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to go the next half dozen times. That's right. If the cook needs butter, you're going to go to the store. We had a bicycle at 13. <laughs> we had
0: one at 27.
1: Oh, it's great. <laughs> it's got because, a little
0: basket in the front. Yeah.
1: And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you pedal the bike down to yeah. The, yeah. the safe way. In there. Why not? Well, I mean, you couldn't park anywhere in the financial I mean, it makes district. sense.
0: That's right. And then you're only taking one person out of all right. the I mean, you'd
1: have to pull your car out and lose a spot. Yeah, right. Drive down four blocks to the foot. Yeah, come on. Maybe find a spot. Probably double park it. Get a ticket. Right. Run in and get a cube of butter.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So we just got a bicycle. Yeah. And
0: uh, that makes. And sense. it was the ugliest. Worst <laughs> of course worst. it was though.
1: Well, of course they somebody have somebody to... would steal it.
0: Yeah. If okay. If it was worth anything. And then you also have to humiliate whoever's riding on it. Oh <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was pink. Yeah.
1: It was pain. Yeah, so the program tunneled "The Pink bicycle. <laughs> That's
0: yeah. a j- I mean, it's all part of the game oh, here. Yeah. Yeah. How about uh, for a captain? What do you think makes a, a really good captain? Or, well, the
1: guy that listens to his to the men in his crew and the women yeah. in the crew. Yeah, listen to their concerns. You know, unfortunately, being a captain now is like a lot of times you're babysitting We're the mm. bad crew. Mm-hmm. Good crew, mm-hmm. they don't want to tell the captain anything. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you know, if the guys are having a beef. We'll yeah. work it out. Let's we'll make, figure it out. It's we no, won't get concerned the captain no. involved yeah. in it. Okay. And to be honest with you, the captain doesn't want to be involved in Right, it. right. Captain's doing monthly fuel reports, building right. maintenance. They're not interested if, you know, if this guy hurt your feelings. I, I don't care. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, if it's if it's something that turns, again, you get somebody that says, oh, this is a racial thing, boom. That activates the whole HR. System. Oh man, you got to immediately notify chiefs and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it activates the whole. Uh, it's like uh, battle stations. Yeah, right, Navy, right, right. You know? They start hitting that whoop, 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 battle station.
0: Right, and right. And everybody
1: goes into protects your ass mode.
0: Uh, and and San Francisco's renowned for those oh, yeah. kinds yeah, of. Well, I mean, they're the they're the testing grounds for sure. for um,
1: how much can we get away with? Yeah, how yeah, absurd that stuff. can we be? And still got a forty thousand dollars check.
0: That's right. So yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. Right. Oh, yeah. So I I couldn't imagine the kind of stuff that you had to, you had to always be ready for, be ready for those kind of things. But and, 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 as all of that went out, there was nothing against you. It was just that kind of official. Begrudgingly, you got to do the administrative.
1: You just, but what
0: you, you think that's what makes him good is just being able to.
1: I think what they do listen is listen to his crew. They talk to the crew and they talk to them like adults and they say, "Look, if you have a problem, how about coming to me? Or well, let's sit down before it before it becomes an incident." You yeah. Know, if you see it's that official. there's going to be a problem, let's talk it out.
0: Yeah. That's, yeah.
1: That's how you avoid the calamity. Is you work it out. You have to have a captain that's willing to. Be personable with the guys,
0: I, yeah. with the crew, okay. you know,
1: the personnel.
0: Yeah. And be able to talk on uh, off record
1: yeah, beforehand. It's like a it prophylactic thing. Yeah. And phone me at home. Phone me at home sure. any time.
0: You give them your number?
1: Yeah, sure. They had my personal number.
0: Yeah, good. What about a chief? And then be fair. Yeah.
1: Be as fair as you possibly can. You're always going to want to, um, because you have ABC shifts, as like we did in those days. You tend to favor your own shift because those are the people you work with. Mm-hmm. But got to hang out, got to visit the station on the off shift to sure. let them know, hey, I'm the captain, and you know I'm here to give you as much support as I can, even though I don't work with it. Yeah, right. But now San Francisco realized that, and they've gone to a different tour system.
0: That's an interesting shift schedule now. they have. That, that well, that, I work
1: that schedule. I like that, prefer it. I never liked the ABC. A
0: lot of guys say they do like it a lot. I'm, I I'm surprised. I, really like it. I would think it would be a little mix, a little messy, but...
1: No, it's, it's a good system. I you guess on with, a shift or a with everybody in the station.
0: Well, on a shift, where, or I'm sorry, on a station where everybody's uh, good...
1: Well, it forces you to be good. Uh, it takes the crew, the, the one crew that's always hiding their food.
0: Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. don't have
1: that crew anymore.
0: Yeah, right. Now it right. comes
1: down to that's like that little miser hiding his food mm-hmm. instead of the whole bishop. Right, so right? it weeds so, out the rat. And weeds out the little weasels.
0: Yeah, right. Right, right, th- right, that'll
1: swing a whole crew.
0: And they go, oh, it's not them, it's right. this right. guy.
1: Yeah.
0: right. So, right. I
1: mean, it, it unifies the house.
0: Yeah, okay. The agency
1: divides the house, I think.
0: Yeah, I can see the contention. Yeah, yeah.
1: well, I worked, I worked them all. Yeah, and there's no question that that there was a lot of animosity. I never, I never mm-hmm. would have thought that till I worked the ABC shift. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. The, the people start, it's like your team against our team. Yeah, and when it's a whole firehouse working together, now it's your firehouse against wanting to beat the other firehouse right. first into the fire. First into the so fire. It's, it's a healthy competition. That's good. Yeah, not within yeah. the house. That's so I, good. Yeah, I I I, I prefer the thirty one tour. Okay. Yeah. No
0: question. Um, as far as a chief goes, what makes you what makes the best chief?
1: Chiefs that have done the work. I mean, guys that, that you worked with as firemen make it go up the line, not because of politics, but because they know the job. Yeah. Yeah. They have to know the job.
0: Mm-hmm. They have
1: to. They got to be able to stand up to let the incident come in and say. I'm not putting a guy on that roof. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, there's no reason for that. Uh huh. That word gets around when you when you protect the men in your crew, the, the people in your crew. Yeah, and uh, you deploy based on safety. People appreciate that.
0: Guys, know. Uh, and
1: also when they say, uh, "Hey, they want to, they want us to go in on that third floor," but as a firefighter, I know I know that person went in many times mm-hmm. and fought a fire like that. Yeah, yeah so they're not asking you to do anything the end no.
0: right right
1: so and a lot of respect comes with uh with the fact that they they paid their dues uh yeah. there's no respect for someone that gets a job based on politics yeah, no right. respect, they don't deserve it, in my opinion yeah they're dangerous
0: they're dangerous and they
1: haven't earned that job. I have no respect for them, and I worked with every person you can possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, and I think almost every firefighter would tell you, the same thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's I'm just a thinking huge the list point. of all the chiefs. Yeah. How many? That I worked with that I, that yeah. I respected, and every one of those guys uh, were good firemen. Good, good firemen, straight good off,
0: started from the ground man. up,
1: and uh, and really got got wet, got smoky, yep, got hurt. So
0: right. That's beautiful. That's a good way to end it. Yeah, let's end it. Get in there and do the do the job. So hey, I just want to tell you, I wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for you.
1: Well, I don't know if that's um, a good, good. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's good. It's good. It's good. I, I I wouldn't have learned as much as I did about myself, and um and about you. I think we're in a an uh, interesting moment where we're we're more than just father and son, and we're, yeah. we're friends and we're right. colleagues. And, that's true. Uh, I wouldn't trade this for the world, Dad. So, yeah. thanks very much. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. All right. Cheers. All right. Hey, guys, if you're out there, I hope you enjoyed. If you got it, use it. Take care.